When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is Zim shipping a buy now? We're going to perform a ZIM stock analysis by reverse engineering Warren Buffett's decision-making process when he's investing in stocks. We'll look at their most telling business numbers before we estimate three different fair values for Zim. Along the way, there's going to be a key bonus metric that just might be the tipping point when analyzing Zim for your stock portfolio. You're going to want to watch till the end when we give our total fair value and our rating, which may surprise you, especially on a company like this. Is Zim a potential opportunity? Right now, Zim trades for $7.89 per share. This year has been very rough on the business. Their stock price has been cut in half while the S&P 500 is up. Right now, based on what they gave out to shareholders in their last 12 months, Zim pays an insane 215% dividend yield. That's not totally accurate for the business going forward, as it's unlikely to be repeated. Zim's a very cyclical company. Their free cash flows may decline, and this may have been a one-time occurrence for shareholders. Zim operates in a cyclical industry. This was a key risk we talked about in our last videos on Zim. Right now, the company's struggling with container shipping rates falling. The company heavily depends on shipping spot rates. These have dropped a lot just in the last couple of months. Zim is headquartered in Israel, so the events unfolding there haven't helped. Still in the last year, Zim paid out $6.40 worth of dividends per share. While this might not be repeated going forward, things haven't been as bad for shareholders. When we go back to when the company was listed, Zim's stock is down 44.5%. Real returns to shareholders have been positive through their dividends, but it's been a very wild ride for shareholders. The burning question is, why should we be paying close attention to Zim? The big reason is the company trades at its 52-week lows. They look really out of favor. Their stock price is down $22 from their 52-week highs. There's also a ton of short interest in the business with 14.5% of their shares sold short. Zim has a $3.9 billion enterprise value with the debt they use in their business. Zim Integrated Shipping Services is an asset-like container liner shipping company. It offers tailored services including land transportation and logistical services, specialized shipping solutions, including the transportation of out-of-gauge cargo, refrigerated cargo, and dangerous and hazardous cargoes. Its business lines include cargo services, digital services, schedules, and shipping trades and lines. Geographically, it derives a majority of revenue from the Pacific. That's why these falling Pacific spot rates hurt the business so much. The company was founded in 1945 and is headquartered in Israel. Now with that understanding, let's dive deep into their numbers. Starting with metric number one, we want their average return on capital to be above 14%. A normal business earns 7% returns on capital. When we look for a benchmark that's double this, we can build in margin of safety based on the quality of the company. Zim's been public for three years, but we have numbers going back five. In this time, their returns have increased by a ton. Still, that's because they were cyclical. With all the port congestion and shipping disruption during the pandemic, Spot rates for companies like Zim skyrocketed. They made an absolute killing in that time, earning sky-high returns on capital. When these are averaged out, Zim earns 35% returns in a given year. In their last 12 months, they still earn 19.5% returns on capital, much higher than the long-term average for shipping companies. It's worth mentioning Zim takes a unique asset-late approach. 
Still, they are a very cyclical company operating in a cyclical industry. Their financials are going to lag their actual business results. With these huge returns on capital, these are more than five times better than a normal business. Today, they're still earning two and a half times better than a normal business. This is a huge check on metric number one. Metric number two, we want sales earnings and free cash flow growth to support their high returns. This is a little different view from normal. We're looking at their numbers every six months. This is because of how cyclical the company is. We're taking a shorter time frame. We very clearly get to see the roller coaster ride that has been Zim's numbers. We'll still report their numbers year to year. Today, they have two and a half times more sales than they did in 2018. Their earnings were negative in 2018. For the most part, they've been positive since they were a public company. Although in their last six months, these were actually negative. Still in their last 12 months, these are positive at $1.3 billion combined. Their free cash flows have really been the star. Zim's had positive free cash flows this whole time as a public company. They produced $3.1 billion in their last 12 months. This is growth for the business. It's a big check on metric number two. The potential scary sign on the horizon for shareholders is year-over-year -year comparables. If you look at the first half of 2021 compared to 2022, we see growth. If you look at 2022 compared to 2023, that's a huge decline, even though their free cash flows are still positive. One thing that might scare the market is what the second half might look like for Zim. Again, it's something to keep an eye on as Zim deals a lot with spot rates. Metric number three, we want earnings per share growth. This looks at Zim from the view of an individual shareholder. Their earnings were negative in 2018 and 2019. They're positive today in their last 12 months, although they're negative in their most recent quarter. Zim has also diluted shareholders by about 20%. Over they the issued shares when they went public. They've also diluted shareholders since then. Still, because their earnings are positive today and they're up by a lot, this grows faster than their share count has grown. Their earnings per share are up. It's a check on metric number three. Metric four, we want free cash flow per share growth. This is very similar. Zim's free cash flows have grown by a ton. They produced $3.1 billion worth in their last 12 months. But as this company is cyclical, that's something that could be swinging down. Still, this massively outpaces their dilution. It's a big check on metric number four. And so far, Zim is perfect in our analysis. Before we look at the company's balance sheet and get to our valuations, why don't we check in on our bonus? Right now, based on what they gave out to shareholders in their last 12 months, Zim pays an insane 215% dividend yield. That's not totally accurate for the business going forward, as it's unlikely to be repeated. Zim's a very cyclical company. Their free cash flows may decline, and this may have been a one-time occurrence for shareholders. As our bonus, we want Zim's dividends to be covered by their free cash flows. Zim's paid out dividends in both of the last two years. They also paid dividends in 2023 giving shareholders $6.40 for each year they owned. In both of these years, Zim's free cash flows went through the roof. They easily supported the dividends they paid out to shareholders. That's also the case today, even as these free cash flows are starting to come back down to earth. Zim's dividends are supported. It's a check on our bonus. In recessions, it's businesses with too much debt that can have the biggest losses or even go broke. Metric number five, we want Zim's net debt to be below the sum of their free cash flows in their last five years. Zim's had pretty low net debt through most of this time. They ended 2022 with $1 billion in net debt. Today, they've increased this to around $3 billion. Even while they have $2 billion in cash and equivalents, the company has $5 billion worth of debt on their balance sheet. Still, compared to where their free cash flows have been at in the last five years, they produced $11.9 billion of free cash flow over this time, including $5.7 billion in 2022 and $3.1 billion in their last 12 months. If Zim's free cash flows can stay anywhere near the levels they've been at since 2020, 
they easily support their debt loads. This is a big check on metric number five. Flawless through our first five metrics, does Zim have what it takes to go six for six on our analysis and be a perfect select six stock? Why don't we find out? The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want Zim's average free cash flows divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this gives a risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. It's the first of three ways we'll estimate Zim's fair value. Right now, Zim has a $3.9 billion enterprise value, down from their all-time high of $10 billion in March of 2022. Enterprise value adds their net debt and their market cap together. Zim has only a $900 million market cap. EV looks at Zim more like a private company. In their last five years, we learned they produced $11.9 billion of free cash flow. This means they produced $2.4 billion in an average year. When we divide that by their enterprise value, we get a 61.5% average free cash flow yield. That's insane. Currently, Zim produced $3.1 billion of free cash flow. When that's divided by their enterprise value, it means they have an 80% current free cash flow yield. That's even crazier. This means Zim has done it. They're a perfect select six stock with a check here on metric number six. Don't just run out and go buy the business. Zim still has two more valuations waiting. When we combine these at the end of our video, it may be a surprise. Everything we've covered so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Zim. This takes us to use a discounted cash flow model to estimate their fair value per share. A DCF model is based on the predictability of a company's free cash flows. Like any model in any field, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. Zim's a cyclical business that operates in a cyclical industry. They have very low predictability compared to almost all other businesses. Still, there are ways we can make up for this. Let's assume we're only taking an average of Zim's free cash flows from before 2020. So these are pre-pandemic numbers. This comes out to $2.45 per share. If we assume that through the ups and downs of the shipping industry, over the next 20 years, these free cash flows don't grow. While they might have rough years and good years, let's think of this as an average. If we want a market beating 15% rate of return, which is what Warren Buffett looks for from his investments, at today's valuation multiples, an estimate of Zim's fair value is still $15 per share, almost double their current stock price. Keep in mind, these were from pre-pandemic numbers. The big thing to watch out here for Zim is that things can go from bad to worse. In markets where there's a lag time for capital to enter, like the shipping industry, there's not a smooth return to baseline from these big highs. Big peaks are usually followed by big valleys. That's part of what makes these industries so cyclical in nature. Keep in mind, this is just a rough estimate. When we look at a guru focus estimate, which could be even rougher because it's based off analyst estimates, Zim's past multiples and their predictability, which they have a pretty short track record as a public business and they've been all over the place. Guru focus has Zim's fair value at around $41 per share. Now, how about that rating? We've learned in our analysis of Zim integrated shipping stock ticker ZIM, this company's cyclical, they're down from their supply chain peaks during COVID, yet they still may be a potential opportunity. Zim goes a perfect six for six on our select six analysis. One thing to keep in mind is that very cyclical companies can often look the best when they're at the peak of a cycle. It looks like they're super cheap on a lot of the numbers, and they can often look the worst when they're at the bottom of a cycle when it would actually be the best time to consider them. We try to smooth that out by taking an average for Zim, yet there's little doubt that shipping has seen a boom in the past few years. With declining rates, you really need to have an insight into the shipping market to understand Zim's business performance going forward. And again, the events unfolding in Israel don't help the business either. As we consider Zim's qualities, their numbers, and our three fair values, 
It looks like a fair value for Zim, maybe around $30 per share. They last traded at those levels in September of 2022. Keep in mind that's coming off of a huge high for Zim. With high highs, low lows might be more likely. If that's the case, it's unlikely the company keeps up their huge dividend payments to the same degree. Still, Zim looks like an excellent candidate for more research. You'll need an insight, but they're very out of favor, potentially down and out. If you enjoyed today's ZIM stock analysis, like it, subscribe to the channel for more, and watch this next video.